0: Shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. Oh my gosh. So get your panties on a twist. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need drop buttons. Is, we definitely is, do. We, need, we definitely don't.
1: <laughs> no, we don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and if we do, you can't have them. Because after <laughs> everything I say, meow, meow. even if <laughs> it's <laughs> Even if it's a home meow. run. Doggy deuce. do <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that in Simpsons when Mr. Burns is talking? Oh yeah! When stop it! Stop it! I am not I'm not
0: right now. <laughs> Oh, he's like, what was your gayest experience? <laughs> I don't know. When I went to the park with my dad one day, we had a gay old time. Was a a boy, Stern did we indeed. eat a lot of wieners that day! <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he's like, Lord. that's not me. I'm not flatulating, And then he passes out. He's like, wait, I think there's some, still some signs of life in him. He just keeps <farting> the <laughs> welcome to the cold bow podcast this is jake and i'm here with my cold bros what's up guys what's up guys how you doing Ah, ah, ah. what was that Uh, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just super excited amped to see you guys um
2: what's going on how you guys doing i just want to say it's Crazy awesome that our wives let us hang out every week to do this.
1: It's just so nice, so
0: awesome. Yeah, and
1: shout out to uh, uh, Jason's wife Jenny for uh, coming with us last week. That was that was cool of her to join us. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks for coming, Jenny. That was awesome. We had a great time.
1: Long episode. Long episode. Things that we needed to be
2: said. I guess
0: (laughs) we all made up. There There was was... one point where she threatened to go all night. So I Uh, will be here all night long. (laughs) We
2: we didn't fight very much, but uh, we we definitely made up. So we're good
0: good yeah um so what have you guys been doing what's what's been well, going on in your lives my back is killing me because i've been moving into a it's new true. house all gorgeous house a too yeah it's, been, it's awesome house nice neighborhood
3: yep
1: yeah we're all moving to new places around yeah.
3: here um taking like a year to build but we're uh finally in the new house it's awesome.
1: Isn't that like the worst year of your life too? Yeah, when you know something's like being built, something better, and you just have to wait. It is. And, then and like, now, and now, oh, w- it's not done yet. We're to all to moved extent.
3: in, and it's just a mountain of boxes. We, we still have one. <laughs> so we finally yet. got in the house, and now it's like a month's worth worth of work before we enjoy it. So anyway, it's awesome though. That's yeah. a pretty yeah. house. I like it. Sorry, it's not media related, but I've been inundated. <laughs> Although I have been able to listen to a book on tape or audiobook book on tape what is it 1990
1: um, <laughs> like you're a truck driver or something <laughs>
3: yeah. flip um, disc now no, I've, been, I've been listening to a, a really good tom clancy book that jake's turned me on to wait it's, jake did what he turned me on to a book um without remorse. you really turned me on
0: um, a hello smithers <laughs> you're really
3: good at turning me on <laughs> but uh yeah it's because I've been reading a lot of fantasy and mostly fantasy and sci-fi. And this one's ultra realistic, like military, Tom Clancy. So it's been kind of refreshing and fun to, to get in, get outside of like fantastical type of. Uh... I don't know if I've talked about
0: this before on air, mm-hmm. but they're making Without Remorse into a movie. Are they? The... And Who's... Michael B. Jordan is John Clark. Oh, Reese's
3: favorite. Michael B. Jordan, huh? Yeah.
0: It's going to be like, he's big Clark. I think I big enough. I don't hate the pick. I think that he's getting a little too big for his britches. Do you bit. mean like
1: muscular or his ego?
0: I mean,
3: he's... I don't necessarily think ego, but I think he's bigger. He's being touted as a really good actor when he's maybe not as skilled as yeah. it yeah. seems. I think he's
0: a good actor, and I think he's fine. I just don't... I don't know if he's good enough to be as big as they're touting him as. But uh, I'm excited to see the movie. If, if it, it has to be a rated R movie. There's no way that they're going to be able to do intense this movie, with, this story, without going rated R. And it, once they get the, the green light to go rated R, it is going to be intense. It's going to yep. be good, though. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing as well.
1: Um I saw two movies over the weekend uh, they couldn't, oh, I'm super jealous of both they couldn't be more of a contrast in comparison. I saw Hellboy with my younger brother Cody and then I saw Shazam with my my two young so brothers. how
2: was each of those tell us about them.
1: so so Hellboy and I, I I keep meaning to make a social media post but we've been doing this MCU marathon and it's like it's just fun it's awesome but it's like oh I have posts today crap <laughs> um. Hellboy, I think, and I, I saw this review from a YouTuber named Jeremy Johns, and I'm going to be paraphrasing him because he basically read my mind. Um, but David Harbour as Hellboy is good in concept. It's good on paper. That movie was terrible. Oh, it was sucks. so bad. Dang. It was too bad. And, and like, and you look online, it's like 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Hellboy, and I I've, I read a few of his comics, and he's a really cool comic book character. He's, like, uh, he's really like... Like he's just a good guy, he's just a good dude, but he's in the body of a monster, and he realizes it. So he's kind of bitter, but he's still just like a. Sarcastic well, it is a dude.
0: very cinematic concept, mm-hmm. dude. The Ron Perlman Hellboy was so freaking good, and,
1: yeah. and not only that, but it's a high fantasy comic book series.
2: Well, and it has to be a good comic <laughs> book series because this is this the third or fourth movie? The done? third, the third. Okay, yeah. I mean,
1: it's an ongoing yeah. comic. It's a dark horse comic. Um, it's a like a dark horse, like a variant of Marvel or DC. Um, but it was like in Hellboy, there's elves and there's fairies and there's Alice in Wonderland and there's little red riding hood and there's the
3: <laughs> really, mm-hmm.
1: wow. Yep. So it's a high fantasy concept. Uh, if you saw golden army, like he was fighting dark elves and mm-hmm. they were twins. So they were like share related through blood. So if you hurt one, then you hurt the other.
3: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: So there, that's it's...
3: what it means to be related through blood.
1: That's it right there. Okay. If you're an elf. Um <laughs> But yeah, like they they throw so much lore at you in the movie. and and I, I'm not one to uh, to like harp on like bad CGI, like green screen when you notice it. Sure. but it, when, when there's good CGI, you don't notice it. When there's bad, it's, oh my gosh, it's so bad. And there there's parts where you could see like Hellboy's hair was like black and fuzzy because they couldn't quite green no. screen him in all the uh, way. Wow. It's all oh dude, it was like making my skin crawl.
3: Dude, and, and all the hype coming up to like David Harbor. David Harbor, yeah. Uh, like posting him working out, getting all buff for it. It's mm-hmm. that's really too bad. That's too bad.
1: And it's like needlessly graphic. Like oh, really? when there's movies that have like violence, it's almost like a like a, almost like a point to it like oh this person's visceral but this one was as violent for the sake of violence like, uh, like a like getting, Tarantino type way worse like people getting ripped in half from the legs but like only kind of and then their guts start spilling out wow and it's like wow. going on the screen it was is disgusting like like li- like literally making me like look away and like hide my face and I, I don't usually do that you didn't you didn't take your kids to it did you no I went with Cody oh, okay. <laughs> He's, he just turned 18 I don't think my parents know, but they don't listen anyway, so you're you're good, Cody. Um <laughs> What's up, Cody. And if they are, how's it going? Um <laughs> I I'm hoping for a sequel, honestly. But I just hope
2: you're hoping they can probably do
1: better. Yeah, I think I think they can do better. Yeah. I know I didn't make very much money, so that's kind yeah, of a it's bummer. probably I mean, that,
3: That's usually like they they make the first one hoping that it's yeah. successful enough to get a sequel. And
2: I wouldn't be surprised if it's dead and we don't have another Hellboy movie for
0: quite a while. I uh,
2: know it's which is unfortunate because
0: there's it's, so it's much it's more. It's also fine. I think Ron Perlman Hellboys were good. I, d- I don't feel cheated out of not getting more.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I was excited to see what what David Harbor could do, but if it doesn't, if it's not good, I don't want more bad Hellboys. That's a very good yeah. point. And if and if we don't get any more, it was then nice I'm not... seeing him on
1: screen again though. Like
0: Right. But if we don't get any more, then I'm not gonna be upset that we don't get any more. I think
1: there was a good amount of spacing between the two. It was like yeah. eleven years, like maybe in another eleven years we'll try again. Sure. But I'm sure be the David Harbour again on paper, he's a good hellboy. But it was mm-hmm. just if he I think if he had more to work with would than what so,
2: was given to him. So I mean, tell us about Shazam then.
1: Shazam was great. And it it was the first DC movie I've seen since Batman vs. Superman. Um, I couldn't ignore, I guess, all the the hype and the positive reviews. Um, It's super funny. Like, um, I, I had... Oh, Zachary Levi. He was perfect.
0: The, I love Zachary. Zachary,
1: Lee, I've never even seen him in much. Like I know he was in Chuck or something. I never saw I him. I watched like the
3: first five seasons of it. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> is there that's only funny. five seasons? I think there's six or seven. Oh, okay. I
1: know. Um, but he he was like a 14-year-old kid. And that's dude. the
3: thing. I know there was a little bit of
2: frustration on some DC fans because I'll geek out for a minute, for a minute here. The, uh, the the This iteration of Shazam is based off of the New 52 iteration of Shazam where... Uh, Originally, Shazam or or Captain Marvel, as he was originally called, was uh, when he yelled Shazam. He literally kind of became a different person. Oh. He had the wisdom of Solomon was a big thing. In fact, Shazam stands for like strength of Hercules and uh, all everything. S H A Z A M stands for something of some Greek god, right? And uh, or somebody important, right? And
1: so, interesting. Um, the Z is for Zeus. The M is for uh, Mercury. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so. It doesn't matter. Anyway, you, you get it. So um, so uh, he had the wisdom of Solomon, and when he said Shazam became this hero, he was a different person. Right, and so in the New Fifty Two, the when kind of DC re, rebooted their comics, they made Shazam into a character who was basically a fourteen-ish year old kid in the superhero's body. And there was a little bit of people, some some DC fans were a little bit irritated by that because they didn't like DC uh, the changing 52. a character. But yeah, they didn't like the New 52's iteration, iterations. So they didn't want to see that on film. But I am happy to see that the film. Received, yeah, and, and I, my, well, my
3: initial thoughts, just from the the previews and stuff, was that it seemed—I don't know what word to describe it—seemed it like really plastic, it looked almost dumb. It the looked trailer, so dumb. the thumbnail that they yeah, used. like I—I like did, didn't eyes. like his costume.
1: I didn't like mm-hmm. the way he looked. And they even like address it in the show too? Oh, good, because they're it's, like. They're like, uh, what, do you, what do you think of this new? And he he never has a name. What do you think of Captain Sparklefingers? And they're or like the human cyclone because they can never think of a cool name. They keep changing it. And all of his friends are like, yeah, he has a dumb costume. He's like, oh, maybe he couldn't decide what his costume looked like. Do you ever think of that?
3: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad they did then. Um, but. Uh so so that being said I, I wasn't super hyped from the from the previews mm-hmm. i'm glad it's doing well but
0: then I actually was i actually yeah. thought the previews were great i was i i've been super excited to see it. i i'm actually ashamed that i haven't seen it yet because i've been excited to see it the the uh what i've actually liked is not so much
2: the previews but like the uh the little small little snippets they like put on facebook and stuff like he's walking down Mm -hmm. the mall he's like charging people's phone with electricity and like one of the guys like phones explodes explodes. (laughs) (laughs) and then like and then like there was another one where he's like say my name like billy no 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 yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) it's It's yeah dude it's i mean it's it's super charming
1: So,
3: so chris you mentioned uh earlier that it, it might not be suitable for young for children
1: yeah it's the bad guy is scary okay um and and even like the very first scene of the movie the very first scene it, it sets up who the villain is it's really really dark it's really scary and
0: my parents saw it and they didn't like it because of how
3: violent yeah the
1: because they don't it's kind of a, a twist because they don't ever Advertised it's portrayed
3: as a kid. Like, yeah. I would I would probably take Leroy to it if you didn't tell me this
1: uh, I mean I took Grayson Grayson's for he loved it, but there were parts where he like oh gosh And he like had to get on my lap and close his eyes cover mm-hmm. his ears um, There's a scene in particular. I, I, it's not really a spoiler, but there's a scene where a, a human being melts and like they kind of like uh, oh. like like the, like they get hit in their arm and then they slowly start to, like, ash away, like Thanos kind of does. But then they, like, are, and they can see the fear in their eyes, and they turn, and they look at the person, and they scream, like, ah! But then their jaw, like, falls to the middle of their chest, and, like, their soul leaves their body, ah! And I was, like, that like, like was Raiders so type random. Thing? Yeah, kind of. Wow, and my That's, and my seven year old was like, Dad, and he like had to hide behind me, and I was like, I could not even predict that was about to happen. That was so, so
2: random. So I have a question. So in the first, very first preview, that it was pre Ben Affleck leaving, and also pre Henry Cavill leaving, right? Yeah. And so there was all these like little like nods to these other superheroes especially Batman and Superman was there was that still the case like was there was there a lot of nods to the, they they the reference it DCEU mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's it's in the same universe but it they're in Philadelphia oh okay also um, oh, they're in a real city yeah, they're oh, in Philadelphia. Okay, cool. They they reference Rocky constantly. It's, it's a really funny, like, ongoing joke.
0: It's interesting that they have a DC movie in a real city. Mm-hmm, right? They all are, aren't they? No. no. Oh, that's right. They're not. Star, Gotham, Gotham, yeah. Star Metropolis. City,
1: Gotham, Metropolis. But I, I think that that's the point, is because all of their movies that aren't connected are doing much, much better. And I'm sure it's harder to connect these movies than it is not to. Right. But they reference Batman and Superman and, uh, and Aquaman. Well,
2: I don't know. Aquaman is, is obviously in a fake city, but uh is definitely um <laughs>
0: underwater. <right? Atlanta>. <laughs> <laughs> it is real. No, the real Atlantis. But like they even
2: though it's it's like just a passing line, they talk about um what was his name? The villain in Justice League, um Steppenwolf. You know, they they talk about it like it definitely happened and people are aware of who Aquaman is. They actually God, didn't bring that up in bad.
1: they didn't bring that up in the movie at all.
2: Steppenwolf, and mm, you know? none of it. But they bring up the other heroes.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. but they just mention them as if they were um, like they're definitely real. Yeah. but they're a couple cities away, so they don't ever. Okay, you're like, yeah, I'm just a fan. Here's my comics and stuff, kind of like Spider Verse. How Spider Man has. Well, his own I'm gonna comic say books.
2: this: if a DC movie has a current DC movie has Chris's rank of approval, I'm a little <laughs> bit more excited to see it. So,
1: like, I think I just think it's le- legitimately fun. Like fun, spirited movie. So I think
2: the last DC movie that you actually liked was The Dark Knight.
1: It was. Yeah, yeah, it was The Dark Knight. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys should check it out. I think I and, will. You know, I'm excited to see it. Take your take your older kids, I guess. Um, yeah, you guys should check it out. It's
3: PG it, 13.
1: It's PG 13. Right? There is like a there's a lot of scary moments in it. It's uh, decapitations. Wow, it's uh, it's yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting, but Zachary Levi does a really good job, and I, I've actually heard that people are calling it a flop. Like, apparently, it's not doing that well. The critically, is. I feel bad. Critically, it our is, it's, it's not making the money, but the what is it up against right now? What's out? Uh, like <sighs> Hellboy came out. Obviously, there's a movie called The Little. With like Tiffany Haddish and like, oh yeah. I didn't even hear about that, but I was, God, I was looking, That looks so stupid. I didn't even hear about it. I was looking because I, I look at what people, what money is made on the weekends and stuff, and it's for some reason I care. Um,
2: that's interesting that it, it's considered a flop because it's. I have literally heard nothing bad about it other than like yeah. people saying it's maybe too scary for kids, but I haven't heard anything.
1: Bad well, that's about what it. I was going to say. Is that but it's got ninety percent on the the percentage that you drop. Like first weekend is where you make most of your money. The second weekend is if if you decline like sixty percent, that's that's bad. Right. So like this, most MCU movies will decline hard. Yeah, unless you're like. Black Panther or something, right? Uh, but this one didn't decline as much as they were expecting, and it's because word of mouth is starting to spread. So it's kind hmm. of on the uptick. Yeah.
0: It, oh, good. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, we, we talked about that forever, so I apologize, but
0: no, I that, don't know.
2: Uh, there's a thing on here that says Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is saying weekend box office results. Shazam is smashing expectations. Yeah, exactly. But so for the second week, for the first. Oh, week.
1: I see. I see. It, it's actually made less than like the first Ant Man did. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Which I mean, it, it's nothing to like sneeze at, and right. it's good. But compared to other comic book movies, it's
2: not—it's not great.
0: Well, it's—it's it's a great turnaround for DC.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that, I think that's the thing that I think fans are come really back wanting. Of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the Kim Kardashian award. No, uh, so I think that's what the fans, the DC fans, are wanting are more critically acclaimed movies. Uh, that I guess critically friendly. That, it doesn't have to be acclaimed, but I mean, like Shazam's not going to win any awards. But the fact that it's universally the well like liked, it. yeah, and it's the same thing with with Wonder Woman. Aquaman didn't have too bad of a reception, and it seems but like that's the what they're time, going
3: for with a lot of movies. But yeah. well, they, they
2: clearly plan. like steered the ship in the yeah. right direction. But at the same time, Batman vs Superman—I don't think it made a billion, but it made a lot of money. But because mm. there was a lot of hype, and then it dropped. See,
3: off. But but I'm glad that like these are kind of filler movies. The it seems like. Aquaman and Shazam are they're not like the like the big tentpole movies, Mm -hmm. but they're doing really well. And so I think that's a good sign that 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 the filler movies are are solid and hopefully they're they're gearing up for a good tentpole movie. That's also that's also like
1: Marvel did the same thing. Like let's hope so. Iron Man was a nothing character. Like Mm -hmm. did you guys ever hear about Captain Marvel before they made that movie?
0: Yes, but but she was Miss Marvel. Yeah. No, I knew her as Captain Marvel, but oh, okay. it was, but it was like a very. It was not a very uh, yeah. well known. It, I I knew of her because of video games and other things. Yeah, but I didn't know her story as much. And but yeah,
2: this is the one thing about the the online bickering and i'm sorry that i keep i keep talking about like this particular subject because i think we're obviously passionate about it we all it. want to move on but the online bickering between marvel and dc movies it, like is is dumb because when when a marvel movie is successful that's not a bad thing for dc when a dc movie is successful it's not a bad thing for marvel
3: uh, agreed
0: you know, like,
1: the, the bickering just moved from the basement to the internet it's been it's been an ongoing battle right. for years. You're right. Um,
0: I just I, I just want to see good movies. Right? Really. that's I think that's what all I want. All right, should we start? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get going. Uh, let's throw it to Chris again for the <laughs> sixth time in a row. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, yeah, you, you've been a champion for our topics. Now. Idea man, that's what I am. Uh, this is a, a fun little topic I've had on my mind for a while. Um, to something that I like to think about when i'm bored or pooping or in the shower Um, but i had all three three favorite things (laughs) i do all three at the same time and i shave too (laughs) um best weapon in a video game um what it is what it it could be what you guys think it is
3: I, i love this topic because it's something for for those of you who play video games and really like to get into it it's like your connection to the world, a lot of times, is mm-hmm. the, is the is that weapon. Mm-hmm. It, it's very visceral, and you feel like you're wielding the weapon yourself. That's well, how you. That's how you. The, it's how you interact with interact with the yeah. world. Yeah. Almost or like in a first-person
1: shooter, you
2: look at it the entire
0: the time.
1: Entire time.
2: Right. And a lot of times, so, the weapon behaves as a type of
0: character. Right. Anyway, it does. But, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Before we get started, can we go run through a bunch of? Uh, Honorable, mention. honorable mentions. Let's yeah, I, I, think, I just think that just to kind of get the juices flowing sure. a bit. Yeah, let's do that. Do you good. have
1: any you wanted to mention? Or um, I have
0: a few. I have the, flower, the, the fire flower from Mario. Yeah, uh, you have Starman? That's, the fire flower from Mario is like the first weapon I've ever used in a video game. Yeah. And it changed the way you played the video game. I Which thought it was awesome.
1: So OP, one-hit kills.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I... Uh, it was really hard for me not to pick this one, but the plasmids in in uh, Bioshock, I think, were those, those freaking
3: were awesome. awesome. I, 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 like, like the, the range of how you used it was... Yeah. It was, it was almost revolutionary.
1: And, and not to harp on this thing that we're not even discussing, but it was like... Painful for the character, yeah. It was, like he injected into his arm, and is like painful looking. The hand was on fire, or electricity bees. It was, it was a super, super crazy, super unique, super crazy. It is a, yeah. it's a
3: really cool take. That game's a on, masterpiece on uh, elemental weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool take on some it. some honorable mentions. I wanted to
2: mention, and you guys are gonna laugh at me because both of these weapons are one-hit kills, <laughs> which is probably ultimately why they're honorable mentions and not on the list. But uh, the Golden Gun in... Uh, well, that's Knight. just iconic. Goldeneye. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's why it's there. Is It's, it's and, like gaming legend. Yeah, right? I mean, everybody sure. has stories about playing GoldenEye and getting the Golden Gun, you know?
0: I mean, you could also bring up the hands in GoldenEye. Slappers, Slappers only.
1: only. Uh, proximity
2: mines and you just put it on <laughs> the spawn points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other... Um, the uh, Which, sorry... It's kind of funny that, like, James Bond video games haven't really been popular since then.
3: They, they were they, huge. They, they that that was some. the game. Yeah.
2: They kept making some. For every movie, there would be, be a video game. At there. least for so console gaming, DC, I guess. But
3: that was the game.
0: There was one that I played after that, and then I haven't played it. I think I know since. which
2: one it is. We can talk about it later because okay. I can't remember which one it is. But anyway, um, and then the other one I wanted to mention was the Halo Sword. Oh, the, oh laser the energy sword. The energy sword. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm and I'm mentioning that for my sake, but also for Mara's sake, because I was talking to her about my picks, <laughs> and I was like, and I mentioned this one. She's like, "Oh, you have to use it," and I was like, oh, "Well, it's iconic, Yeah, it's iconic. We mentioned, yeah." And um,
0: yeah, it was awesome, spend, though. Yeah, we don't have to spend any anytime time you long got long. it. You're like, oh, yeah, I am the god. <laughs> if you could so. sneak up on someone, anything else? Any other honorable mentions? Scott, do you have any?
3: Uh.
1: All right, so I, I got a list here of mine, and then I'll we actually asked social media to what their favorite ours as well, so we'll we'll kick it out to them. But on mine uh, specifically, I have the Lancer from Gears of War. Um, I don't necessarily like that game, but that chainsaw chainsaw gun,
3: gun. <laughs> was rad. Dude, what I remember hell? on my mission. Um, I didn't play the game, but we were sitting in a member's home and their like eight year old kid was playing it. I was just like wide eyed. (laughs) The first time you just hold bead and 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 you you run up to a guy, you don't have to touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Like split in two and you're like, Oh my gosh. I remember like picking a guy up or something with the cutting. Like it was just like, Holy <laughs> um we
1: all, and this isn't. This might be controversial when no one's picked this, but the Master Sword from Zelda, yeah. might be one of the most iconic weapons of all time. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, I personally s- didn't choose it though because it's, it's kind of the thing you use all time, so it's the novelty wears off. Once
2: I you have it. I almost picked uh, Link's uh, ice bow. His, his oh cold, his cold bow. His cold bow. Yes. I know. What? <laughs> he had a cold
0: bow? Yeah. Weird. What a dumb name.
1: I know I hate it. Uh BF, awesome
0: weapon though. Oh, awesome weapon.
1: <laughs> BFG from Doom, the big f gun. Oh, I um yeah. The Cerebral Bore from Turok. Do you guys ever do you guys know what that is?
3: I remember Turok, but I don't remember
1: so, so it's a it's a gun and you fire and the bullets are drills. So they they fire and they hit and they, and then you hear and then it goes into. The, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's not a very good game with that weapon. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. Um, and then also, I asked uh, social media, and we had uh, Manny Draws on Instagram told us that his favorite weapon is the paint roller from Splatoon. And I don't know if you guys ever played that game, but that's basically the shotgun of uh, Splatoon. You, you cover each other in paint. You try to you try to cover the map. It's it's a PvP game. You try to cover the map in your color of paint, but if you have the paint roller, you can like cover mass area with it. Mm-hmm. And then uh
0: speaking of scatter gun from Contras, Yeah, cool. that's that's yeah. something I saw. Yeah.
1: Um another one was from uh Mosquito Man. It's uh the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts.
0: Keyblade's cool.
1: Yeah, it's, that, that reminds cool. me
0: of a funny story
2: about Cody. Actually, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll make it quick. He went to uh, Comic Con uh, and uh, came back with a big, giant wooden key, and it was like, "Dude, check this out!" And He thought I would know what it was. It's like, <laughs> a nice big wooden key. And he's like, oh, he's like, looks so deflated, and like, dejected, because <laughs> I never played Kingdom Hearts. But good on you, Cody. That's awesome. <laughs> we also have uh, Hunter
1: Burrow said the Scorms bow and i don't even know what that is. i might have to look that up. hmm, interesting. also your sister said a wand?
0: a wand. cuz she's a harry potter fan. I mean, well, yeah, i'm talking even... about lego harry potter maybe. i think <laughs> so. The lego oh,
3: games. she's really into harry potter. <laughs> yeah, and no. she loves the lego game.
1: oh, does she? With, yeah. i love the lego games too, but
3: i hate them. <laughs> do you? <laughs> my wife bought the lego avengers so i could play with leroy, my 3-year-old. And yeah. got like one level and it was like well this sucks so bad like if we're, I gonna, just, I like if
2: we're gonna be kind of crossing platforms here a little bit with movies and stuff i mean we can also mention lightsabers i mean
3: yeah and i even thought of that too yeah.
2: battlefront any of the battlefront games that have the lightsabers when you get them are
3: pretty that's great. true that, but, but still that that, that, that feels like cheating because it's right you know, dude it the, did the, the
0: vampire whip in castlevania was cool the morning star dude that thing was yeah. rad
1: I, I just like the concept of it. It's a whip with a cross for a handle, so it's yeah. a holy weapon. Yeah, and also uh, one that I didn't mention on my list because it's kind of unknown. Uh, it's called the Rhino. It's from Ratchet and Clank, and it's Ratchet and Clank is such an underrated franchise because it's just the amount of weapons you have rivals any Call of Duty game. But the the final weapon you get is called the Rhino, and you you hold L two to aim, and your crosshairs come up. But when you get the Rhino, it's like a missile. Launcher, and so the reticles off every single person in the game, and you fire, and just a halo of missiles get fired out. Such <laughs> yeah. a cool feeling.
0: It's the the Iron Man one when mm-hmm. all the guys are standing there with their hostages, and you just that's
1: exactly it. That's cool. Or Anthem, which we haven't played in forever. Yeah,
0: yeah. What we also what uh,
3: we also didn't mention the the portal gun. Portal yeah. gun was super cool. It, it was which, you, which isn't necessarily a weapon, but can be used as a weapon where. You, like, do it underneath the turret, and it makes it fall mm-hmm. off the ceiling. Uh,
1: I'd only ever use it for evil if nobody gave me cake.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, let's get started. All right, who, who wants to go first? With, <coughs> excuse me, the runner-ups.
3: I'll go first. So my, my runner-up is the, the three red shells in Mario Kart.
4: Mario Kart hey!
0: Hey, nice. I thought
3: you'd for sure say the blue shell. No, the three red shells because the blue shell takes out one person. Um you can go from fourth place to first place with, with three well timed red shells. It's true. It, it's it's hugely powerful and uh also note, you're untouchable. Yeah, you're untouchable.
1: If you um, if you shoot it
3: behind you. Yeah, well, yeah, if something's coming up, it'll just protect you, right?
0: The only yeah. thing that can't get you is the... The only thing that can get you is the lightning bolt. Yep. So yeah, at,
2: or the
3: blue shell. So
2: it acts as a protection and a... That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, cause, obviously cause I that. Because it's spinning spinning defensive you. and offensive. Um, it's cool to acknowledge that.
3: Yeah, and... But it's. It, I always hate it when I have three or, or I have, like, one and then some, someone shoots one at me and it, like, uses it defensively. Like, So think
2: of how funny this is, right? We've talked about... Uh, the golden gun we talked about the halo sword we talked about a gun with a chainsaw on it and one of our runners up is three turtle, turtle shells
1: <laughs> but
2: the mario weapon
3: i mean it's so great but, but, but when you're I'm playing, playing mario kart when you're playing mario kart like how you hit that you hit that how amazing is it when box, you see three when yeah. you see the three, red, three red shells, three red shells it is but you like never get it when feeling. you're
1: in first place so you have oh, to well, strategery no. during mario kart
3: <laughs> yep same like fourth like th- uh, third or fourth place yeah um because if you get three red shells, it, th- if you time them well, you can get into, you can hit first place from fourth. It's awesome. Dude, it's and then cool.
1: have you guys played the new Mario Kart at all? Yeah. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. It's amazing. Dude, it pissed I've me off for,
3: for a long time because it has like the assist thing is oh, automatically yeah. on. And so it was like, it pissed me off until I realized you could turn it off. Oh, really? Because I was trying to go, like, to, to the shortcuts, and it wouldn't let me because it, yeah. it would assist me back onto the track. Dude, I'm I'm such a, a noob because
1: I didn't know about that, and I just naturally thought I was really, really good at the game. Yeah. And then I turned it off, and I just kept falling all over the place, yeah. and lack of two, it had to fish Well, it's
3: awesome because I can play with my,
1: my like, three- or four-year-old. And know? you can you can turn on auto-drive, and, yeah, because I played with Grace, and he's three, and he holds it, and he's like,
3: yeah. He yeah, exactly. loves it. <laughs> I didn't know you could turn on auto drive
4: because
1: Leroy would play and he's like constantly going backwards. Yeah, and just and this man. auto forward and then they, they don't steer, but they, if you turn on motion control, they can kind of tilt with it. Well,
0: that's, so, cool. that's a really good idea. Shoot the, 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 the weapons when they need to. That's the cool. The
1: Mario games are super accessible. Like Mario Odyssey is the first game Ollie ever beat by himself. I didn't help him once. Dude, Odyssey was amazing. Odyssey's so good.
3: I love that. I love the idea of throwing the hat too.
1: Uh-huh. With Cappy?
3: Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, good pick. Yeah, that's shows. a good one.
0: I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we'll go in a circle. My pick was the. My runner-up is the um, the Dagger of Time from Prince of Persia.
3: I love that. love that pick. yeah
0: The dagger pick. time man because you every time yeah it, it's one of those things that you only use. you don't like it's the kill shot it's the kill shot and you don't use it there's not a way to it's use it if 13. that makes sense. <laughs> there's not a way to star use trek?
3: it no, no it's, it's galaxy quest oh well. basically star trek There
0: there's but there's not a way to use it in game except for like gather time dust like, but you, you see the time dust, so you go and you stab the time dust, and it sucks it up. But, like...
1: So do you use it to, like, climb down curtains with it, too? Yeah,
0: stuff like that. But, like, if you're tool. fighting bad guys, you're using your scimitar. You're not using the the, the dagger. It's not, it's not until you get a kill shot that you stab the bad guy
3: with the dagger and suck all the time. I am jonesing
1: for a new Prince of Persia game.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't yes. it be rad? That's
3: funny. That's... I remember... In, it was probably like 1995 or something, in, in the basement on Dad's old Mac, <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing Prince of Persia, Prince like, Persia. Like when it was a side scroller, and you had like time jumping across. Like mm-hmm. uh, it was amazing. And I think I that's
1: where that. like the the concept of reversing time came from, because those games are brutally Dude, hard. Dad, you know, like if that, I could just go back in time again, and you
0: fall off a cliff, and you're like, dang, oh. <laughs> and you hit the thing and you go back in time yeah like the whole idea that you can rewind time and it, and, but if you've Red used the did. dust if you've used the dust more then you can't go back in time enough but then you hear, more no 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 that's not what happened yeah right that game was and so
1: revolutionary that, climbing on things climbing yeah. down things
0: mm-hmm. that and the, the cross walls yeah. Plus the the set pieces with the dagger, when you would like leap over and do like a flip over a bad guy, and you get him in the base of the skull with the dagger, and then it just <laughs> suck it dry. Were like, sand people. Oh my gosh! Like it was so cool. And then like you get to the big the big hourglass, and you stab it and hit the button because then you 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 run. Up all of the sand from the hourglass ga- through the dagger yeah. and it like destroys rips the space-time continuum. You go back to the beginning of the game. Like it's just uh, I I I was I, I I was going through all these different picks that I had and the moments I had with the plasmids and the moments I had with the dagger, ultimately the dagger had to take the top spot. That was or the, yeah, I,
1: I think it's the the, top the, spot you or your runner up spot.
3: Runner up. Uh, it's it's the set pieces that, that yeah. made it really cool. It, yeah, seriously, the set pieces with the dagger were just
0: so cool. Yeah. So that's my runner up.
1: Cool. That's a good pick. Yeah. I, I like that game a lot. That and game is
0: super. I fun. wonder Sands I wonder how it holds up great. now.
1: Like it's been forever
2: since
0: I, I played know, it. it. You gotta it's get been a PlayStation
3: two to play it. I played <laughs> it on
2: GameCube very first.
3: <laughs> GameCube, boy. yeah, dude.
2: So I guess uh, I'm up. Uh, so the runner up that I chose is from a franchise that's that's been around for a while. Um, and it's interesting when you think about this franchise, you don't think of uh weapons you think of abilities but the weapon I chose is Scorpion's spear from Mortal Kombat
1: get over here get <laughs> over here
2: um, <laughs> yeah it's it, iconic too yeah it is and, and it's, it's kind of it's funny cause um, Scorpion <gasps> kind of became the face of uh, Mortal Kombat I mean not kind of he is he's the most iconic um, either him or Sub-Zero yeah. in the games Yeah. in the games Luke Kings yeah and uh, and you think i mean i guess you know the you hat
0: would have been cool too yeah,
2: yeah w- exactly i guess there are more weapons than i than i realized Kung Lao's hat
0: yeah Kung Lao's hat
2: but uh but when spear's red when he when he even in the very first games back, up back to the current beat. ones even up to the movies when he well i guess movie but when he when he puts his palm out and the spear goes out and and gets the person, and when you're playing against Scorpion, and he gets you like that, it's like ah, oh, it's devastating. It sucks. And you know when uppercuts coming? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the nice thing is, it takes a lot of your health, but it's not an instant kill. Um, Dude,
1: that I was convinced too that that was coming out of his hand when I first saw it, and the movies were like, yeah, it's coming out of her hand. Yeah, but it's and really the game makers are race. like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what did they do? Yeah, like they okay, I guess it comes out of his yeah. hand now because it's just a spear
2: that he throws. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like yeah. it's it's kind of like um, he has it on his hip and he just throws it. Oh, okay. I thought it was wrapped in his wrist. Maybe maybe that's kind of a change they did in later Mortal Kombat's. So Mortal it's like Kombat's, it's like
3: Spider-Man web stuff, kind of, or,
2: or Blades of Chaos type stuff.
3: Yeah. Oh, Blades of Chaos!
0: That's another one I didn't even think of. Well, those we'll get to that really, one. Those are really cool. Anyway, um,
2: but yeah, so uh, Scorpion Spear from Mortal Kombat, um, just mainly because it's iconic and uh, like you have Mortal Kombat has been around for years. I mean. I, I want to say the first one was on the Sega Genesis. Super Nintendo and Sega. Super Nintendo and Sega? Because yeah. the Super, Super
1: had sweat and the Sega had blood. Ah. And Sega
2: does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so...
3: <laughs> Only gamers that was, know.
2: <laughs> that was one thing I was disappointed in with uh, the, the Mortal Kombat movie was that you never actually saw Scorpion use the spear that came out of his hand. You saw it come out of his hand and he <laughs> oh, tried and he to miss? use it. But he missed. Yeah. He never actually got somebody. Maybe it was too violent, but for the for that Dude, movie, I did but. not want Johnny Cage to die. Of course not.
0: But
1: anyway, yeah, it's a good pick. Great pick. Solid pick. I Great like pick.
2: It. I mean,
0: get over, that's that's right. only get over kid, here. Only nineties kids will yeah, understand. The sound
2: but, is uh, is iconic. But uh,
0: that yeah. How many how many of our of our best days were ruined by hearing those words? <laughs> get over here. <laughs> yeah. uh, gosh. Dang it! And then
1: you do that that backwards trip over and over once to get him in the corner. <laughs> yep, the worst man.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Chris, hit us. All with right,
1: your... so uh, only '90s kids will get mine as well, I guess. Uh, but mine, mine's more from the heart because uh, this is my favorite game of all time. But mine is uh, Clouds Buster Sword for my Dibes. runner-up. And uh, if you guys have seen this, it's ridiculously gigantic like 7 foot.
3: In, in what game? Final like, Fantasy 7. It's like the 12
0: foot tall <laughs> like 3 foot wide sword. That, yeah. that you
3: see every Comic Con. Mm-hmm. At, at every Comic Con.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's this ridiculously huge metal crude sword. Uh, probably and the and most... And he
0: twirls it in his mm-hmm.
1: fingers like it's nothing. The most <laughs> iconic weapon in that franchise I'd get. I'd Matt speculate, Um, but the reason why I chose it is because of just how, again, like we said, like like Link's sword, it's iconic. You you automatically associate it with what game it's from, uh, the person that wields it, and it's not inherently powerful. um, But there's a reason why it's so big. It's because the main character is kind of a super soldier. He's infused with this uh, whatever chemical to make him a little stronger. So he has this weapon that's uh only uh, only a soldier can wield um and eventually he gets better ones and leaves it behind but it also has like a super story purpose in the game as well uh because it's kind of passed down to him from somebody else um i, I just i love it i love I, the look of it
0: i never played those games i was i, I was never a. a a gamer with RPGs or anything growing up. Mm-hmm. So I never got into that game, never played it. Um, I still have never played a final fantasy game. However, I do remember seeing the, the pictures of that sword and just being like, Holy crap. That is cool. Like it was always super like visceral looking like mm-hmm. the giant sword to swing around. It looked really rad.
1: Yeah. And that's, um, like in, because it's a Japanese-made game, and in anime, the character with a giant sword is nothing new. But in video games, that was the the first time. Right, like a character with a ridiculously sized sword uh, was there. So he, Cloud, kind of created that trope in video games. Like Monster Hunter, they mm-hmm. even call the sword in Monster Hunter a Buster Sword mm-hmm. because of the Cloud Sword. Interesting.
2: Yeah. That's a cool yeah. callback. Yeah. He's right.
1: So it's it's kind of like a thing in Japan. If you have this big sword, it's a Buster sword because it's Cloud sword.
2: Because it's Cloud sword,
1: it's super it's, iconic. Because he, he's
2: a
3: Buster,
1: he's a Buster, <laughs> still a Buster.
3: The Buster came back for me. <laughs> That's a good Sorry, callback, guys.
0: We, we went we went back a week in time. Sorry.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. On goat. my goat, since it's my turn is uh from a from a franchise that's pretty fabled especially in the uh in the pc gaming community it's uh, we're we've mostly focused on console games in this in this uh podcast well, i
1: played this game on a console so
3: yeah i, I guess I, I guess i'm talking about the first one the first oh, okay. the first one like changed the game for for pc first person shooters um it's the ha- half-life series But the, the weapon I'm talking about is Half-Life 2. So, and the reason why I'm I'm giving kind of this backstory is, is they changed the game. And it was really revolutionary for first-person shooters in in the PC world. And so they felt like they had to do do that again, one up themselves. Yeah, they, they had to they had to re like change things. And so they introduced in the second one the gravity gun. Oh man! Which. Like the, I think everyone that's played this game remembers the moment where they're where they're like playing, uh, where, where they're introducing the gravity gun. And you're playing fetch with the with, with the robot dog.
1: Yeah, his name is Dog.
3: Yeah. Oh man, that is so awesome. Just like getting used to that to mm-hmm. that gun is just so fun.
1: I was I was listening to because you can play that game with a commentary mode on, mm-hmm. and you can go up and touch a bubble, and they're like, "We hate cutscenes. We don't like. We despise cutscenes. But we need to teach you how to play our game this is without the any coolest tutorials."
0: Part game design in this game mm-hmm. sorry don't mean it was- but every, everything that you see
1: on screen is completely intentional and they designed it that way and they hope that you follow their structure without noticing that you're doing it mm-hmm. so teaching you how to play a grab with a gravity gun you're playing fetch with a giant robot dog That's and it's awesome. adorable
0: it's amazing. Yeah. But it's also it's the it's it's the cutscene, it's the training scene without it being like, okay, go stand at section one and yeah, look press up, this look button, down, look up, look, look down, left. do the, No, it like something flashes up <coughs> up so you look up. Something flashes down. Mm-hmm. It like but in a way <gasps> in movies I compare it to it it's their way of, of doing exposition with in movies without telling you mm-hmm. without just
3: like Bah, 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 bah. Exactly. That
0: training scene with the gravity gun is exposition done correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep,
3: and and then once you get into the game and find out all the unique ways you can use it. So so basically, for those of you who haven't played the game, the gravity gun is a gun that that you can basically almost any object in the game you can. You push L two. You press L two and it zips to the front of the gun and it's just hovering in front of the gun and then. Depending on what you want to do, you can just drop the thing, you can use it as a shield, or you can shoot it away from you. And, it makes uh, literally everything in the and game and a the, one, Like, one of the scariest parts in the game is, it's, it's kind of a zombie game, and uh, there's this part where... you're. What's that town called? It's like, it's,
1: like Ravenholm or yeah, something? It's, yeah, it's
3: Ravenholm, I think. Yeah. And, like it's just like zombie ridden town and it's dark it's dark and stuff but but there's a bunch of uh saw round round saw blades mm-hmm. that you can pick up and shoot at them and it like decapitates them or, or chops them in half when you shoot it at them from with the gravity gun it's it really the most cool. satisfying thing in i the
2: world. am ashamed to say i've never played the game dude it's so and fun so and like, like, hearing
3: you describe it sounds really and cool. it'll go through like the zombies decapitate them and, the, and then like and then uh, lodge itself in like the wood wall behind him and stuff oh it's so cool the the That's most cool.
1: iconic weapon in this game ironically enough is a crowbar because it's all you get when you start out yeah it's a uh, Gordon Freeman and his crowbar um, but the gravity gun like <laughs> and and this game is so well paced like honestly like, and we don't ever talk about it but it might be the best game ever made like, Honestly, it is so good. It's like the citizen, of cane, the citizen Kane, the Citizen Kane of,
3: and that's why. And, and it's this huge thing that Half Life Three will never come out because because I think th- they they don't want to release it unless they're going to change the game, Ch- mm-hmm. change that, like change the game. You, I mean, how, I mean, how how as the, wanna, the game well, as,
1: as the, the gaming ho- as a whole. The Portal gun started out as a concept that they were using in Half Life Three, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we'll just make a Portal game instead, mm-hmm. and they made Portal One and Portal Two, no, which is in the no same portal universe. 3.
3: No Portal Three. No Portal. And, and Thanks Valve. They, yeah, Valve <laughs> is the, the creator. They have multiple. I think. Team and then fortresses. they made Left 4 they Dead. They only have two Team Fortresses. Mm-hmm.
1: They don't have a third. Left for Dead. Left for Dead.
3: They, they don't make thirds. <laughs> this sucks.
1: Um, but yeah, just to not only is the, the weapon good, but the game is good. But I wanted to comment how each um, each level in the game because it's it's not It's not an open world. There's there's levels. They're pretty open. To, like their options. But like when you start out, you're it's a jailbreak type level. It's kind of stealthy, and then there's a horror level, and you have to like escape these zombies. And then there's like a desert level, and and the weapon in that level is cool because you have like a an egg or something, and you throw it, and then all these spiders come up, and then they're on your team. So you throw like this sack, and the spiders go and attack. Whoever is there, huh. and um, and you, you can't step on the sand or they'll they'll get you. So you have to like walk on like planks, and you have to use your gravity gun yeah. and like grab a barrel and move it over here and walk on it.
3: Yeah, if if you only have two, you have to like leapfrog the yeah. the barrels or the the planks. So there, there's it's like a cool.
1: big desert level. You have to ride like a go kart around. You drive it around, but then there's like sci-fi levels when you get to the very end of the game
3: yeah and then there's like the world war world of the world that type mm -hmm. uh, like walkers Oh, i forgot about those things
1: the it's pretty cool you get to shoot them with like rockets and stuff um but yeah the the gravity gun obviously gets an upgrade i don't know if you're going to mention that go ahead oh sorry i I didn't want to steal your thunder uh very end of the game uh you're getting like teleported up and down in beams and stuff and Mm -hmm. then the, the you walk in there and the gravity gun touches it and it gets like completely leveled up, like max OP everything. And then like if a if a guy is coming to fight you, you can and you suck in the person. <laughs> and and then, they're and, just dead.
3: And then and you can use them as a human shield or shoot them at other people. <laughs> you can shoot people with yes. people. Yes.
1: Yeah. Whoa, that's right it's, like such, a, it's, like, it's super such a cool, cool. <laughs> When it gets leveled up at the very end. And there's like uh there's like these energy beams that like shoot up and down. Um, I don't really know what they are in, in the context of the game, um, but if you touch them, they kill you in one hit. But you can use a gravity gun and pull them in, and then you fire them, and they Is this, is this like in
3: the Zen world or whatever?
1: Yeah, when you're at the, the tower at the very, end, you're trying to get to the top. Yeah, yeah. So you, you pull it, it, these, it like, gets into beams. some weird
3: like interdimensional. I still don't stuff. know the plot of that game. You need to play the first one. It, it's a I think it's just PC. It's on PS2. Is it? Yeah. Um, but you you need to play. It. It's so fun it's so good and they've remastered it, Have a, it they? a third party remastered it on Steam right yeah
1: yeah I need to check it
3: out it's cool um, you can get a Steam controller if you want two controllers um, what was I going to say anyway yeah it's super fun I love that that franchise it's a good one. even if it's That's not good finished pick. I love the franchise
0: I've I the only thing I've played is that introduction to the gravity gun when you're playing with the robot oh really they That's did. the only thing I played with the game, and I was like playing with the gravity gun, going, "Oh, this is cool! This is gonna be." A-
1: and they, they kind of use it in Bioshock too, like not not nearly to the level that Half Life mm-hmm. does. Yeah, they do. But they have like a telekinesis type, yeah, yeah.
3: plasmid. But, mm-hmm. It's good stuff. That's a good pick. I it's gonna be a hard gun. one to beat. Oh, and I, oh, what I was gonna say is, I remember I watched this uh, this documentary about making the game and when they were just like messing around with the physics of the gravity gun it was just so fun to to see how it got, got developed and then saw like the other developers reaction to like them just like playing with the physics of it it's just you can tell that the developers were having fun building mm-hmm. it and and that's something that comes across in the game. And that game came out well, in like 2004 and like, uh, like it holds up it definitely
2: holds up. Like Jake said though like anything can become a weapon so it allows a developer to be as creative as you want Super creative, yep
3: And, and a little little tidbit, the, the first Half-Life I think is the most modded game in gaming history on, Well that's where on like Counter-Strike came from Yeah, Counter-Strike came that game. from modding Cool <laughs> yeah, Half-Life 1
0: Alright, my goat Is The Leviathan Axe From God of War So the concept of the Leviathan axe is well, the concept of God of War is it goes to Norse mythology from Greek mythology to Norse mythology, and he gets this axe from uh, the dwarves that made Thor's hammer. Mjolnir. And, Mjolnir. Well,
2: he he got it from his wife who passed well, away well, who got well, it from well, the dwarves. Right. Yes.
0: But he's got so he's got this axe that is this. So it, it, it's this like indestructible axe, but it also has the. You mentioned it's from God of War, right? Yeah. You say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's got this the the same feature that Thor's hammer has, where he can call it back to him. And that is what put because the axe is cool, and the axe has powers. You can you can power up things, and you can hit the ground and do certain ice frost damage with the axe, and it's pretty cool. But what really puts the axe over the top is the fact that you can call it back to you from the beginning too, from the because without limit exactly because you have the you have (laughs) the uh, throughout the rest of the God of War games you have the the chaos blades which are really cool. And they go out and come back and everything, but what this does is it goes out and then it stays out, and then you can go and play and punch people. You can you can use your fists as your weapons, and you can go <laughs> for the rest of the the mission that you're on and never bring your axe back until you need to like break until something. you need to break something and then you hit the button and and you can hear it dinging off of walls and stuff and then and eventually you guys ever just like
1: throw it off a mountain
0: and then walk away
1: and just walk away all the time just to see how far I can throw it
0: something else (laughs) one of the funnest things I had doing was I'd throw the axe at something far away I'd hit it and then I'd be punching all the drogers. And then, as soon as one got in between me, I was waiting for it to get between me and the eggs and I'd call it back. And it's about to
3: say, that's one of the coolest the, parts. Is it not only hits them going away, but
0: it hits them coming, hits back. coming back and does damage to them coming back.
3: So, <laughs> so it's, it, it's not just like a, oh. a preset animation of it coming back to you, it reacts to, to the, the, the environment. environment.
1: Yeah, dude, something about like, like we mentioned before, like video game design and, and execution. It felt good to bring that weapon back every time. Every like you, single time. Like, you push the recall time. button. Like, would you say R2? Push R2. And then you bring it back, and it catches it, and your controller kind of rumbles on the right a little bit. You're like, oh, gosh. Like, it never got old.
3: It's so... Uh, well, it, 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 like, built rumble, and then it, and then it, and it sharp end mm-hmm. when you catch it, so it's like... Mm-hmm. It's awesome. There's also
0: the... I'm going to use the word set piece with both of these, both the picks that I did, but his kills with it when you That's chop when
3: you, the dudes in when half. You, when you hold R two, that attack when you chop him in half, chop them in from, half from, the, you can, from like the neck down.
1: Oh, when he like kind of charges it up.
0: Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. my gosh,
0: there's so many cool things, and then like killing trolls with it and and stuff like there, how, there how was, repetitive that got the first couple times you did it. Oh, so good. The, dude it, there was so many great great moments with that Leviathan. and then every time you got whatever it was that you needed what was it that you needed to to level it up well I, I had some dusts of whatever and then you, <laughs> then you show up and you see Brock or Sindri around and you're like and they they're like Hey, let me look at your axe, yeah. and then they do, they're like, "Look at this, Bing!" And then the, you get new runes and on they're, it. They're and trying
3: to one up each other, so try- so you get it for free. I love how they just like, "Ding!" And mm-hmm. done. It, it's done. It's it's a good way. I think I thought the, their relationship and one upping each other was a really good way to naturally level up your axe. It's a great way to have yeah. the story level
0: up your axe, and it looks. Rad, it's this giant bearded axe that comes down, and it's got the, the well, runes. Well, it started out
1: kind of boring-looking, and then... Exactly, and then you, it, you get the runes, it and it, gets better.
0: the runes start glowing blue, and the handle... Oh, my gosh, it was... Seriously, it's the coolest-looking weapon, I think, and then it was the, on top of it looking rad, you could... Re, the recall feature and the set pieces you get with it, and it's your way of interacting with the world it was just you had to throw it at the <gasps> at the the bells or whatever whenever you had to do oh, the yeah. bell things it was
3: you had to throw it and, at the bells, and it, it, was it was your introduction to the game yeah. the, the first thing you saw he was chopping down the tree with the axe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, which which started the whole game because it took away the um the protective shield because so pretty cool
2: i don't want to rain on your parade here oh, i gosh. love what oh, go ahead oh i love the leviathan axe it's really really good Um, And I agree with everything you're saying. I don't agree, though, that it is a goat material of all time. Why is that? Um, Here's the reason why. And this is my opinion. Um, In my opinion, I think that the Chaos Blades, or the Blades of Chaos, are a better weapon than the Leviathan Axe. I think they're more they iconic. More, it's more. They're more iconic. They have well, they, more lore behind longer. them. They were. They've been around longer. They were literally seared into his flesh by a god. And you go back to the first time you played God of War, and you had the similar, similar experiences when you were just yeah, dude. When
0: you're them. on that ship in the first God of mm-hmm. War, or when
3: the, you're in Athens the, and you're
2: seeing the Hydra that, that's comes. That's true
3: because like, it comes to like what mm-hmm. means more. It, it being seared into his flesh and being a mm-hmm. part of him. Or the... Uh, well, and the, then... His dead wife's, it's his dead uh, wife's And you, we're going
2: to talk spoilers here. Even in the game you're talking about, one of the most pivotal moments in the game is when he had to go back to get those blades. Yeah. And so, and that's where I'm like, I love the Leviathan Axe. Don't get me wrong, man. I love it. But my thing is like, I, I honestly can't put it as goat weapon if it's not, in my opinion... It's not even his best goat weapon. Goat in the series. Does that make sense? And like, even the, the
1: Chaos Blades kind of function as the same, like, recall, like... You remember you're fighting the Hydra and you can you're over here and you throw it into him and pull him over to the side. Mm-hmm. So it, it, like it's like a natural extension to have like a Thor's hammer type weapon in Norse mythology, but he's kind of always had that like throw and bring back yep. type of weapon. Hey,
0: but, but that's the, why I think the Leviathan axe, though you 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 recall when you want to recall yes. well, right. and, I agree
2: uh, with that, and I and, agree with the I think, physics, I all of your, What you're saying is absolutely it's, true.
3: It's a it's a perfect uh, sending off. Like like it's a perfect. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like a transition, transition naturally. to to an, another weapon. If you're going to have another weapon, that's a perfect one to
0: have. Sure. So, Ugh. so I agree that the Chaos Blades are more iconic. They are Kratos mm-hmm. through the first games and everything. It's they are an Kratos. We
3: got them at, off so Like right. What?
0: Like in this, well, really he tore they, him off his arms. That's why he has all I the think scars. After, they fall yeah. off
1: in the, th- the third one. Yeah, yeah. after okay. he
2: killed Zeus, it was like they're
1: they
0: normal. fell off. Yeah. So, but it's not. This is my goat. I yeah. liked playing, I, yeah. I liked using the, the, the Leviathan axe more than the Chaos Blades. And while you could do the whole swing them around, you get the big, long, sweeping sw- the things with the Chaos Blade. I loved it. I thought it was, uh, I was. And then when you go to Hell, you have to use the Chaos Blades because the, the frost damage didn't yeah, do Triggler any damage. Hell. Uh But, <laughs> what, Helheim, sorry. You go to <laughs> Helheim. It's hell, hell
1: with one L.
0: Yes. Uh, you have to use the chaos blades because it's mm-hmm. it, you have yeah. to use the fire, um, but I thought. I, I I felt that the, the Leviathan Axe was more satisfying. Sure. There was something much more satisfying and, and about using the single blade. He could charge it up and go up and over the top. And it was, I, I don't know. There was something Jake, about it.
3: It's more visceral. It's more. I. It's Jake, you bring up that, more that part his, going to Helheim, the entire part. I was wishing I could use the Leviathan. That's exactly how I was oh, really? feeling.
2: That's
0: exactly how I was feeling.
2: I, I don't want to try to convince you that it's not your goat because I respect that it is sure. your goat. Because there's no doubting that when you play God of War, uh, the newest one, that there is definitely that experience, that atmosphere. Everything that you guys described is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. true. It's just in my – in when I was feeling about it, I was like, oh, well, do I put Chaos Blades or do I put Leviathan Axe? Which one do I – put more.
0: Well, they're more, the Chaos yeah. Blades are more iconic. Because yeah, yeah. that moment of... going back when you're, your mm-hmm. son's dying and you're gotta, you gotta you mm-hmm. and you're you're kind of slowly making your way back and you're talking to Athena and all that yeah. stuff getting back, like it's this super iconic mm-hmm. moment of the Dude, game. I don't
3: know how many uh, Let's Plays I watched on YouTube of, of mm-hmm. like different YouTubers' reaction to, yeah. <laughs> to getting the Chaos
2: Blades. Yeah, but oh, I was, I was.
3: I remember oh, Jose t- texting me like,
0: have you gotten to this part yet? And I'm like, no, and he goes. I want to talk to you. But <laughs> I, yeah, not- he
1: ruined it for me. Did he? Yeah. Yo, he hey, do you have the chaos blades yet? And I was like, oh, do you get those? Like, and I, I, I thought Cheers. it was like maybe like an Easter egg or something. And then when I got to the part. I was like, "Oh, he just ruined like the biggest reveal in the game for me." So thanks, buddy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> because... I think I think he was going to ruin it for me, and you threatened him with violence or something. <laughs> well, he you, he, he he, he
1: spoils it. stuff for me all the time. Like if I record a game, he's like, "Oh, did you see the jazz one?" I was like, "Dude, um, wrestling." He with wrestling all the time, which I mean, I guess isn't a big deal to some, but to me it was. If I yeah. recorded it, and I was going to watch sure. it later. Uh, so he learned.
3: So <laughs> so Troy, is that your pick? The Chaos Blades? No. Oh. Nope. Um
2: I, I thought about it. Um I actually and here's the thing. We we shared our picks and stuff. I was actually gonna put them as my runner up and um but I wanted the Leviathan Axe and the Chaos Blades to kind of be together. Because I believe they're both in the same conversation, and I don't think the Leviathan well, I think the I Chaos don't blade, even, I don't think they're in the same conversation though. Like I have I have the Leviathan Axe up or I have the Chaos Blades up here and I have the Leviathan Axe right here yeah. right it's, I mean, it's it's for me right and i and I, so sure, i right. don't blame anybody for for make, for making it their goat um i i personally have the chaos blades higher as well
1: um game god of war has only been out not even a year yet so it's almost kind of weird to me to say like this is the greatest weapon of all time and this game's not even a year old so maybe
0: I yeah. knew you were gonna say. That. Oh, really? I knew you were gonna say. You hate reason, bias. Well,
1: here, here's my my point is maybe in God of War, two, Thor's Revenge, or whatever, maybe the light Leviathan axe will be exponentially better. Like the the more and I kind of hope so. Use it
2: because yeah. if the if the Leviathan, is the newest axe. weapon on the list, and yeah. it's cool. And if the Leviathan axe gets better and gets stronger all of those things then yeah i would love to see the leviathan axe in my mind dethrone the chaos blade all,
0: all i, I can say all i can say is recency bias or not it doesn't matter to me i had more fun mm-hmm. messing around with the leviathan axe than i have had with any other weapon
2: because you're remembering the experience that you had and i think that's great i think that's cool that's why we pick our good
0: that's why right? that's why, yeah, I that's that's pick why my it's, it is right yeah yeah
2: that's why it is what it is
1: so, and it would be like that sometimes. But
0: I've had I, I've never I've never had a better because I remember thinking should I pick the silver swords from Witcher and all these different things. But I've never had a better experience with a weapon in a game than I had playing with the and, and the that's next. why
2: I was a little afraid. I didn't want to like I wanted to approach it delicately. I didn't want to on your pick. On, whatever. Um, I mean, Jake,
0: but, you three D printed the thing. I did.
2: You
1: did. It's yeah. sitting
0: in my it's sitting on my desk in my office. <laughs> The, on my uh, on Leviathan axe,
1: yeah, yeah. And but here's here's why I think it deserves to even be mentioned in this conversation is they made that weapon in mind to be almost an extension of him. Like how many video games we play where they use weapons, but then like the functionality of that thing, how it's not only a weapon, it's a tool. And the game makers made it that way, like the gravity gun, like we mm-hmm. said before. Uh, that game, that that weapon was made to stand out above other video game weapons. But what I'm saying is maybe in a little more time we'll realize how great it
2: actually and is. And that's kind of what I'm hoping. Like yeah. I am hoping that in my mind, like the Leviathan Axe is made even better and even more crazy. And then we can sit and gush all over it. You know what I mean? Like, like, see, like and, and
3: that's the thing is the counter argument to recency bias is that, um, sometimes we hold on to things that are, that are, I guess, sentimental, but where I know I do. Yep. <laughs> and so yeah, but you also argue against it. So yeah. so so.
0: Nothing uh, you hate more than someone saying they're, they like the original in a series. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, I am an enigma.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Chris has opinions. Um, <laughs> we all do. And, and, and so it, that, that's what it comes down to yeah. is like, wh- whether your nostalgia is stronger than your recency bias or yeah. vice versa, that's yeah. just, just, yeah. That's how it is.
1: Well, and I'm not saying your pick is wrong. I just think this is a cool conversation to
2: have. Sure. I'm really glad you brought it up. Yeah. And and ultimately, when Jake said Leviathan Axe, I was like, that's a great pick. And then I realized, but wait. And then I, and I was thinking about, it, I was like, what do I like better? And, and I like the fact that I had to have the conversation in my, in my mind. And, and, and it was just like, it was just going well, the fact that Kratos has like two badass weapons. Well, right? I almost picked, another...
0: I almost picked chaos blades as my runner up and Leviathan axes, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to do two God of war weapons in one right. thing.
2: And, and that's actually,
1: but
0: ultimately also... that's that my two, favorite but like, weapons.
1: Yeah. if you know, Jake, you know, Jake's more of an ax guy than a sword guy. Like you just you just know that
0: Then a dual wielding swords <laughs> yeah anyway so
2: um, yeah cool one okay. so what's, uh, uh, what's your pick so, my... so we can argue with you about it <laughs> that's cool and I actually... want you guys I want you guys to argue with me about it because this is a game that I've actually kind of been um, uh, kind of crapping on lately um, and so I picked the hidden blade in Assassin's Creed
3: Wrong. <laughs> actually, Thanks the God. apple of Eden is <laughs> way stronger.
4: <laughs>
0: I've actually been playing Assassin's Creed and using uh, the the Odyssey. You use yeah. uh, you use um, Leonidas's spear. Yeah, uh, in that. There's and there's no hidden
1: blade. Mm-mm. Really, because oh, it. it's before.
3: Mm-hmm. It's okay. before. Or it's okay.
0: simultaneous with the hidden blade being invented, basically. In Jerusalem, in not in Jerusalem, in Egypt so, is where it's invented.
1: I don't get the lore anymore, man. It's, <laughs> oh so so I haven't, I haven't <laughs> played any of these games.
2: So explain it to me. Okay, so Have in, you really never and this, it? Is I, this is where this is where I want a Brazilian to, of them. I wanted to go back to the very, very first one with Altair in the Middle East, in Jerusalem, and. And stuff, right? Hidden blade is so. And mad. in this one, and I was a little disappointed with where they went with it because originally, the hidden blade, uh, if you were an assassin, you had to cut off your ring finger, third finger, your yep. third finger, and then the the blade came through that that gap, hole. In, that hole. If you what? so you, you could punch someone, so, it and was the
3: blade. would pop through. It was where your third finger. It was literally lit. hidden. And then when and so was it was it like uh, it was like. Wolverine, you can
0: control when it comes out. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, and and, so it's, it's it's a bunch of leather straps on your arm. Yeah, and there's a blade in there with that that's on a trigger, and so you. And oh, so, okay. it, so then it pops out from... From, from,
3: uh, under, from, from your forearm.
0: Yeah. Front, forearm. And then they
3: changed Stretch it
2: so that forearm. you didn't have to get rid of your so The way
3: you described it, I thought it was like
0: implanted into their skin. No. See, then when they changed it in the second one, they put the blade from underneath your forearm to on top. So you don't have to... Oh, I thought it was finger. still
2: on the bottom, but you just put your wrist up. Well, you put your or
0: wrist you, up. Yeah. You could do... Yeah, I think I'm so. not sure, but it, yeah, either it way, it come,
2: so... It comes out below the wrist,
1: every I think,
0: yeah, but later on in the series, it comes up over the top of the... So... So
2: it was. So it, they uh, you, changed a lot.
0: you never played the first Assassin's Creed with Altair? I've never played any of
2: them. Okay, okay. So in That's the first a rough game to get through. It, right? it is because it's very repetitive. It's but repetitive. the the thing cool about world, Assassin's though. Creed is, is that awesome it created world. this. It, it was really uh, pioneering the whole like interacting with everything around you. Like you could climb and scale walls and do all of these things, it's like Prince that, of
0: Persia, that, where you can climb and. Parkour and all that stuff.
2: It's almost like the natural.
0: Like wait, okay, so
1: so
2: Prince of like, did it before, or oh,
0: I yeah. Never, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Prince of okay. Persia did well, it like, before, but but Assassin's did, Creed did it better.
2: The, I think so. Okay, okay, great. That's that's fine. For me, it was it was kind of a first thing, right? Like you sure. could just scale up a wall and then you can, uh, you can climb, but then you were given targets. You're an assassin, right? You're given targets and you have to scope out those targets. You have to find clues and you have to figure out where they're going to be and when they're going to be there. And then you can choose your way to, to kill them. You can attack them in open combat, or you can try to like hide in a group of monks who are all wearing white robes. And you happen to wear wearing white robes and you can like sneak out of the group of the monks, go up to them, stab them in the neck with your hidden blade, like and then just run off and go and hide and then and then you're you're all good and then nobody ever then, knew you were there. At exactly and then as the games progressed, there was more that you could do. You could you could stab a guy and then you could like sit him down on a bench and then you could go and hide type thing. And so it, anyway, it's just there's all of these different ways that you. It was very creative in how you could do it, but the hidden blade was definitely not so much using it, but it was also the, the mark of the assassin in the, a, in, in the and creek.
0: cutting off your third finger was a. Big moment as an assassin because getting your assassin, getting your your hidden blade was like the mark yeah. of finishing your training. Yeah, gotcha. And now, so then you had to cut off your third finger to to get that blade. I got
2: frustrated with the Assassin's Creed uh, franchise because they just it just was. Recycled stuff. They were making a game every year, and it was just it. They just got kind of boring for me, and I haven't picked it back up yet. But the very first one, and it, I would even see, I would even say the three year, uh, not all-time uh, year, ECO etCO games, uh, were all pretty, were all pretty great. Um, How
3: many games are there?
0: Oh, there's like 10, See, 10, 12.
3: 10, 12, see, so, so, and at this point, I think. When I, the first time I considered playing it, it was like at eight games. Like, no, I can't
0: yeah. get into. I would series. say if
1: it, it, I have the so, same OCD where I have to play the games in order. So yeah,
3: one, I, I, I can't. So you got one, well, two,
0: one, two Brotherhood it. Revelations and three, and that's a series. And after three, it's kind of one, one game else. at a time. Yeah, as far as story is concerned.
3: But but, but um, there's a lot of lore I'd be missing out on. Yeah, but and
1: there's kind like kind of
0: kind of, but of it. they don't it's they all... they get into it a little bit, but you really don't need it. The you main, really the don't. Main part But is it's the still there, that's why it
1: sucks. But not, four, not but that so is there, it sucks. Honestly, yeah. if
0: you're gonna start, I would suggest starting with Black Flag with the with the Pyro one. Well, my, if I'm being that. honest, I probably won't ever play it. That's, <laughs> that's and that's, that's, that's fine too. And There's, and you know the yeah. But the hidden blade is rad, dude. Yeah.
1: And like I, I've been on record to say that I'm not like a super fan of these games. But the first one, the moment of like the kill. It's a crazy, super satisfying experience. Yes, like perching on it, like like you find your mark, and you, you gather intel, and you find your mark. Because the first one's just about assassinating people. It's it's moved on from then, but yeah. I I like this being an assassin in the first place. But that's
2: why it was repetitive. It was always mm-hmm. the same thing over
1: and over. But then like finding your mark, waiting till he's like watching his movements, waiting till he gets somewhere, and then the the moment, and then you dive down and kill, and it goes into slow motion, and you have your arm like arch back all the way, and you drive it in, into his head or his neck or whatever. You're like,
4: oh.
2: Yeah, and, cool and you don't well. have to do it that way. Like I said, you can hide and you can sneak out. Or you can walk up behind him. I Obviously, it's kind of like if you if he sees you, he'll run away type thing. Uh, so you, you don't want to run be, up. You and don't want to fight detect- him yeah. straight up. Yeah, you don't want to be detected. Fight his guards. And definitely, stuff. the hidden blade is the most satisfying kill. Oh yeah,
0: super cool. Yeah, then, that's so,
1: that's why it got a little little got a little convoluted because you can like hide in a bush and he can walk by and you can <laughs> and pull him into the bush, so it doesn't feel. Like as satisfying as the first yeah,
2: one. Yeah, part of the satisfying part of it. Part of the satisfying why it was so satisfying. Shut up. <laughs> yes, why it was so satisfying was also in the first one, especially when you killed someone, everybody around you knew, right? Like you would have people's reactions. You'd have tharts, okay. so you'd have to yeah. run and hide, right? So anyway,
0: that was also. Awesome. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that hidden blade is cool. Is that rap? I
1: mean, it, it's worth bringing up, but it, the. I think that, that franchise is so hit or miss at this point. It's like... Yeah. I, I,
2: that's, I was a little hesitant about bringing it up because I, was, I wasn't I was sure about... Um, I know the franchise has been up, had, ups, had its ups and downs, but yeah. as I was thinking of just the weapon itself, I was thinking it has its weight. It's it's part of the, the lore. It's
1: And Jake's like the biggest Assassin's Creed fan I know. Like, I don't know anyone mm-hmm. that's bought every single game. I've got so, them all. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you played them all too? Like... I didn't
0: finish uh, Origins. That's the Egypt one? The Egypt one. Uh, And I'm still playing through Odyssey now. Did you beat the one in London? uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The the Syndicate. Um, In the Egypt one, though, in Origins, it shows... That's the first time... Someone invents it for you, and you have that hidden blade. And then... But they didn't think about your your third finger. And so when you, you trip and you fall and you activate the blade and it cuts your third finger off. Oh. And so that's like the origin of having to cut off your third finger. So explains that. And, it's cool. that. and the, and yeah, so that they kind of explain it in that one. It's kind of that's a cool, cool moment. But then it becomes in, like a rite of passage. In or, yeah. That's cool. But in Odyssey, it kind of happens. Odyssey and origins kind of happen simultaneously. And so you don't have it, have the, the hidden blade. You have, um, you have Leonidas's spear and it's only the the, the blade and the first couple inches oh, of a spear okay. so it's almost like a dagger but that's what you use when you when you assassinate people is the Leonidas's spear cool it's pretty cool uh that's a, that's a pretty that's another weapon that it like the de like the dagger time you don't uh you don't use you can't just use the spear it's only a finisher Mm-hmm for when you assassinate people but anyway that's getting off in the weeds a little bit let's hear Chris's goat so uh, my
1: goat and I kind of had to think outside of the box here because my original pick admittedly was the gravity gun um, <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
1: but when I I kind of had to think a little more and I was like actually this other pick I kind of like more uh, because it's a little more I guess personal to me and then to the story um, but my pick is, is Metal Gear Rex <laughs> and in the game metal gear solid uh your the whole point of solid snake's mission is to infiltrate infiltrate a base called shadow moses it's where they're hiding this weapon of mass destruction that can shoot nuclear missiles anywhere in the world Uh, and it's like a basically like a mech that can walk and it has like a a rail launcher it's a very
3: militaristic game
1: yeah very realistic too with Mech, mechanical mechs that walk around. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's his mission is to get in there and destroy Metal Gear. And this one's codenamed Rex. Um, and you go through the whole mission, you fight many, many bad guys. It's uh, the creator of the game, Hideo Kojima, wanted to make like a Snake Pliskin Escape from New York style game. So there's like dramatic um, cutscenes and this like this melodrama and uh, like fall in love with a girl in the game, and and then she has to die, and he has to hold her while she's dying, and all that jazz. I I, I eat that stuff up. I love it. Um, but you finally fight the the main villain, who happens to be your twin brother. His name is Liquid Snake, and Liquid <laughs> Snake is is piloting Metal Gear Rex, and you have to so, fight Rex. Sorry, what?
3: No, I was going to interrupt you. Go ahead.
1: You you can interrupt me.
3: No, I ju- I just love. How this game is taken very seriously in the gaming community, but how mm. cheesy it oh, is! Oh, dude, I love uh, it.
1: It's uh, it's bizarre. Um, so yeah, like it's it's uh, the, the name of the game is Metal Gear, so you know what you're up against right from the start, and what you have to get to, and even like the moment when you see him, you walk into like the hangar, and he kind of looks up, and it's like 300, 400 feet tall, and he's like, oh man, and you have to get up there and plant a bomb. And the bomb doesn't go off and the Liquid, your brother, comes out and he fights you with it. And it's like really hard fight, missile launchers and diving around and stuff. And it's a super epic fight. Um, but you, you destroy it, you beat it, and then you leave Shadow Moses Island on a snowmobile with really cool music playing in the background. You've got a girl on the back with you that you save there. Um, fast forward to the fourth game and you go back to Shadow Moses Island. And it was the coolest reveal ever. It was super secretive. Um, the, the first three games, you never... I mean, the first first game, you're there the whole time. The third game, you go back because you have to go and see if Rex is still there. For some reason, I don't remember. Um, but you go through the... They recreated the whole game for one level in Metal Gear Solid 4. So it shows you how much longer that game is. And you crawl through, you go... And if I played that first game like 12 times. I knew exactly where to go uh, to find it. And then you get there, and um, since then, because it's it's uh, you're in the future, four is further along in the story in the timeline. Since then, they've made metal metal better Metal Gears. There's Metal Gear Ray. There's Metal Gear. I don't remember it's or something. Um, but you get there and you you find Rex and you pilot it. So a sn- snake has to pilot Rex himself, and you have a fight. So the with main Ray. bad
3: guy from the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pilot mm-hmm.
1: in the fourth one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you and you have to fight a newer rendition of Rex, which is Metal Gear Ray.
3: Okay. And so mm. it's
1: that's such a cool moment. That's I, a cool con. That, I, that I can't cool. even explain to you how cool that moment was because it's four games in the making. Right. Um. And Rex is like, and because it, you have like PTSD about Rex because it was this huge fight and he looks like a T Rex kind of, um. But then you have to pilot it to like help you. And it's almost like it becomes a character itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to fight the more modern version of him, Metal Gear Ray, which you fight in the second one. Um, but fighting from the perspective of being in, in Rex and piloting it, uh, dude, it blew my, blew my <laughs> mind. It was, it was awesome.
0: Blew your nips off.
1: Yes, it did. Nice. Um, nice. So, I mean, it, obviously it's a big giant mech that can shoot nukes. It uh sure can hold its own, but big story, system. But like the the story, the build up to it, it top top notch storytelling. <laughs> it was amazing. So
3: you kind of have an uphill uphill battle because I don't think has anybody else played the game. Nope. I I, I started Metal Gear Metal, Metal Gear Solid Four, I think. Oh really? But and I got like a couple hours into it and and, and kind of fizzled on it. Well, Maybe because you play I four started, or five. I can't remember.
1: Because four is definitely a uh, continuation of a story. And if you haven't played the first three,
3: that's probably why I put it down. No idea what's going on. I think that's why I put it down. Mm -hmm.
1: And it's interesting because one, you play a solid snake. Two, you don't play a solid snake, but he's in the game. And people were pissed. You play as a pretty boy named Raiden. I don't know. I
3: I played as Raiden. Whatever one I played. Yeah, that's the second one. I, I went between Solid Snake and Raiden. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, so so you can't play as Snake, in the original PS2 one anyway, but uh, he's there along the ride, and you, you're riding, and you have to fight Ray, and you have to fight three, three Metal Gear Rays, and they can shoot laser beams, and they're stealth mechanics, and they can move more amphibious-looking. Um, hmm. Yeah, and then in the third one, it's like back in time, and you're, uh, you're you actually play as the main villain of the whole franchise. His name is Big Boss. Um, <laughs> big boss, big boss, so creative. Because <laughs> because in the original Nintendo game, he's the in the NES game. Big boss is the bad guy of the whole franchise.
3: It's it's such like a Japanese translation to English mm-hmm. type of game.
1: Yeah, but, they, but then they kept it because it's a Easter egg nod. Mm-hmm. Um, but you find out that Snake is actually a clone of Big Boss. They try to reclone the perfect soldier. Hmm. So him and Liquid are are clones of Big Boss. It's a convoluted story. I could sit here forever and try to explain Metal Gear to you guys. But just the just the concept of fighting Ray or fighting Rex and him becoming your ally, your weapon in a sense, such a cool moment. Hmm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: Sounds cool. Okay, cool. So that's what have we awesome. got? Gravity Gun, Leviathan Axe, the the, the Hidden Blade, Blade and uh, Metal Gear Rex. Mm -hmm. So if we went in a straight-up fight, who would win?
3: That's a good question. (laughs) I know, I'm trying to think, like, the Gravity Gun, if the Gravity Gun pulled the Leviathan Axe, could you recall it?
2: Probably. Maybe you'd rip the Gravity Gun out of Gordon's hand. (laughs) (laughs)
3: When he yeah, it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the, plus, the strength of the gun is the strength of the grip
2: of we've the grip. seen we've <laughs> seen kratos take down plenty of troll and plenty of yeah. whatever mm-hmm. could he take down
3: rex
1: if he could take a bullet or a missile, if it's in
3: the script of the game
1: yeah mm. and plus could the could the gravity gun pick up rex of 400 foot
3: no, <laughs> it, it, it can't, it it can't pick up. I mean, it could shoot things at it, but yeah, it definitely. That's the thing about the gravity gun; it doesn't have like the mass destructive ability as a lot of these. It does when you level it up. But so
2: it's it's pretty big. It's 400, 400 feet, you said. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Oh, so yeah. so, and I don't want to make it sound like a joke, but it's like like a Megazord type thing, like a no. It totally is. Four yeah, okay,
0: hundred yeah. feet is really big. Yeah, four hundred feet is you 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 you're not an ant compared to it i think you're you're it might be like 50 or 60 feet
1: i don't i don't think it's that small because they have they have like smaller versions of it and they're they're like 30 feet tall 20 feet tall and they only have two legs and they walk around
0: so but the the i can all the, right ta- the tallest building in salt lake city i think is 400 feet tall so is it 26 stories tall? Sure. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll look it up right now. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I'm just it, it, that, sorry, that doesn't that's neither here nor there. Um but we, this isn't a a match of <laughs> strongest it's, it, it's it's which which is the which the is best. the, the, the best of all
3: time. So, so let's, let's, let's we voting? Yeah, let's vote. Let's do this.
2: So, uh,
1: dang, I don't know what
3: to vote for 130
1: <laughs> feet tall.
0: 130 feet tall, yeah. So I wanna, I I that's really, really own. big, yeah. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> never mind, I,
2: I was
1: kidding. exaggerating a lot, but <laughs> but still, it's, that's that's I, I wasn't sure. I, I, know, it's, I know it's huge, in the yeah, game. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, massive. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so where do we start? Should we start with Scott in voting, yeah, let's or should we go say inverse?
2: Let's this is Chris's episode. Let's uh, let's let's end with Chris, okay, Chris.
0: Okay, so gravity gun. I think
1: I'm so we gotta go from gravity Jake gun. and Chris. And I, I was kind of worried that we were gonna end in a in a tie too, but uh, yeah,
3: I think we might.
0: Okay, right. gravity gun has Jake and Chris. Uh, Leviathan X.
1: Yeah, that's going be a tie.
0: There it is. We got our answer. Uh, Hidden Blade and Rex Troy.
3: All right, gravity gun takes it. Yes,
0: I
2: kind I of thought that might be the case, but that uh, not, I don't disagree. Wondering.
3: Yeah, I don't. It, oh, it's like the gravity gun. Um, it, it has the same fun replayability as the Le- Le- Leviathan X, but it has more features to it. Sure. So, so it's it's in the same realm as the Le- Leviathan X. I just think it's more feature filled and 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 intricate. So. Here, what's you, here What's
0: you funny about, about that about it, though makes it really cool. What's funny about that is when Chris said like. I want to do this. And I was like going, well, there's only one answer there. It's the gravity gun. And he's like, dang it. I was going to pick that. And then I met Scott later and mentioned that we were doing the, the, the video game weapons. And Scott, he was like, yeah, the gravity gun. I'm like, huh? well, <laughs> Uh, that was
3: the first. That was the first thing that came to three of our minds mm-hmm. right away. Right, See, off and the we haven't talked about this this uh, franchise at all. I think on the podcast, but it really is one of my favorite. Yeah, video game franchises.
1: And I, I've only played the one. I, I tried playing two. I played it on the PS2 and uh, the the when, first one. Yeah, when you when you go from like pristine at the time, pristine looking, yeah. fluid, and then you go to oh. like this old like 1991 game you're like oh this
3: looks bad it's very (laughs) it's very like like original Doom style like Mm -hmm. very pixelated uh, almost eight I don't know how many bits but uh, it's it is rough
1: and I would tell you guys because Metal Gear Solid one of my favorite games of all time Mm -hmm. I would encourage you all to check it out but there's no way it just holds up like it's 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 been it's been remastered and redone since then but the one that I know like the back of my hand is the one on the PS1 and I just have so many fond memories of that game. Um, so yeah, if you if somebody mods it on Steam, <laughs> you guys should check it out.
3: <laughs> Dude, and that's and another thing about uh, going back to Half Life is the, the the fan participation with the game is like unfounded mm-hmm. you know, or unprecedented. It, it's <laughs> unprecedented. Sorry, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it, it's 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 crazy awesome. I think there's there's a group that are. They're writing and building Half-Life Three themselves because the developers aren't making it. Just with,
1: just with the information they have. Yeah, yeah,
3: it, it's pretty cool. Um, I kind of want to send you guys the uh, the documentary about it. You should. Yeah, well, I definitely like.
2: I want to play more. Like, I want to. I want to play it. You know, cool. I just have a hard time going back to older games to play them.
3: It is. I
2: mean, it, it came
1: out around the same time as like Halo Two. Mm -hmm. so if you are still a fan of the way that game looks I wouldn't wouldn't go back and
2: play it unless I mean I I, yeah and
1: I don't know if Half-Life has been remastered
3: and the thing about Half-Life is the gameplay like it's known for its revolutionary gameplay in both games but but the the story is very like it's awesome it it, it pulls you in cool
1: sweet all right, so there it is. Gravity Gun.
0: Gravity Gun. I that 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 surprised me exactly 0%. I, knew I know <laughs> Gravity was going to win from the, Yeah, I'm
2: not I'm not, from the uh, word go. I'm not arguing with that either.
0: It was so much fun to play with just even from the beginning. Um but yeah, that was good stuff. I actually uh, going back to the beginning of the episode, I looked it up. Scorm's bow is from Fable. Oh, interesting. Again, Fable. So uh that was actually one of the first video games that I, fun fact, that was one of the first experiences I ever had with Chris was <laughs> we cut class and went back to his grandparents' house and we played Fable for a little bit. Um, but that he, was he one of the. He
2: watched me play because it's a single player game. Good, <laughs> good, reason reason to sure. play, good reason to cut class.
0: But the that was one of the first games that I, mean, I, ever, I ever, like, saw weapons, like you could shoot someone in the head and it would knock their head off. And I was like. What? That's cool. Anyway, um Fable was a great game. Never played it. Watched Chris play it a few times. It was great. <laughs> never never did play it myself. Um but anyway, thank you guys. That was super fun. I loved that topic. I love the idea of of video game web comparing video game weapons cuz there's so many to choose from. Uh and we went all the way from uh turtle shell to a to a freaking 130 foot tall mech suit of armor.
1: And we didn't even <laughs> mention things like Pokeballs. Right. Or uh bombs and Mario. Bob bombs. Yeah, yeah. bombs. Yep. True. Yeah. Did you think, think
3: about the weird things in, in Mario 2. <laughs> Super Mario 2. a raccoon hat and stuff like that. Oh,
0: that's Mario 3, but doesn't matter. Uh so thank <laughs> you guys. It's been it was a, it was a good night. Um is there anything else? Anything you yeah, want yeah. any Sh- shout, shout out outs? to
1: uh, to Kylie who just texted me because she's upstairs listening right now. She said the grappling hook from Little Big Planet.
0: The grappling hook is Ooh. her favorite <laughs> <laughs> her <Big laughs> her weapon of all
1: time. Because it- every time I try to jump across the platform, she'll grappling hook me and pull me down and kill me.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: laugh and laugh. I was about to say, is that a weapon or a utility? But it is a weapon, apparently. Yeah, it <sighs> killed me a lot. Good pick, Kylie. That's a good one. <laughs>
1: <Nice>.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: Right on. There you go. And thanks for everyone who uh, reached out to us on social media, too.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool. Yeah, so if you aren't already, follow us. Uh, Coldbow Coldbo podcast on, uh, on on Instagram. Or is it just Coldbow? It's Coldbow podcast, right? Coldbow podcast. Yep. On Instagram,
1: Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, and also on Facebook.
0: Facebook. Yep. We need to get better at being on Twitter, I think. But What's a Twitter? Huh? What's a text? What's a text? <laughs> tweeter <laughs> all right uh cool well thank you guys we love you guys see you next week bye bye, bye. bye. we should do like a outro yeah. where we're like bye bye,
1: bye.
2: <laughs> i don't want to do that i didn't stop recording oh really
4: it's been so